Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Broke College Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Meg. Today is Tuesday, September 7th, and it was my first day of college classes. I only had one in-person class, but I had some online work that I had to do, so I busted out like three different papers today. Go me. But now it's time to record my podcast. Well, let me just do a little recap of the week. So I moved in, had orientation for the past three days, and now classes started today. This morning I woke up at like seven-ish and I went to the gym. And the gym here is not that good. They only have like two squat racks and stuff. They don't really have a lot to offer. But I'll try it out for the rest of the week. And if I don't like it, there's a plane of fitness like 10 minutes away. So I can get that membership. So then I went to my class, had lunch, and then I ran some errands. Like I went to Walmart and stuff to grab some like paper towels, room spray, pickles, random stuff. And now I'm here podcasting to you. Oh my gosh, my knee just cracked. I don't know if you can see that. But today I have a very exciting episode. It could be something you're interested in. It could be something you're not. It is my one of my favorite episodes to talk about, and that is 10. Well, right now I have 7 written out, but I might think more on the way. But it's basically what I wish I knew before I started my health and fitness journey. In fitness and health facts that you should hear, that everyone should know, no matter what level you are at. I think they are super important. So hey, let's get into it. Number one, I put this in all caps, so that's important. Carbs are not bad. They are not the enemy. Say it with me. Carbs are not the enemy. A lot of people think this because of the media. What has the media done to us? Some great stuff, but this, they really did mess up. So let me just go back. Carbohydrates is your body's number one source of energy. And a lot of people think carbs make you fat and gain weight. Mm, False. The only thing that makes you gain weight and fat is the calorie surplus. And it doesn't matter where those come from. You need to eat every macro and micro. Like every macronutrient, which is protein, carbs, and fats. And maybe you are like, but I want to eat clean. You don't need to cut out carbs. Like keto, that makes no sense. You're just going to have no energy and I did this for a while and I didn't feel good I didn't look good and it just didn't benefit me in any way so I recommend not doing that here are my favorite carb sources I love oatmeal I love like Kodiak chocolate protein oats oatmeal's great bread any type of bread whole grain wheat white whatever you fancy I like the light and fit type of bread i don't really know sometimes i get the oatmeal sometimes i get the whole grain depends on what i grab wraps my favorite wraps are i don't know the name but they have 10 grams of protein they're like the fit wraps i actually have them right here let me check flat out protein up wraps super good rice cakes those are also really good i just saw those so i thought i'd say that quinoa if you like rice really anything pasta like chickpea pasta has protein and carbs literally don't cut them out because you're just gonna feel depleted and you don't want that all right number two the calories on your apple watch or fitbit or whatever are wrong slash they don't matter so 
some days I'm doing a workout and it says I burn 50 calories. But I'm like, wow, I just busted my little behind and I am doing nothing. That was a waste of a workout. No, it was not. My Apple Watch might not have tracked it. And some days it says I burn like 500. And it's never set that high. But whatever. They don't know everything you do. Yes, are they a good tool to get that uh, kind of feel of how many steps you get, how, what your heart rate is at? That is really good. But just because it says you burn 172 calories, that is wrong. And don't add them back. That is not how it works. I'm not a personal trainer or nutritionist. I forgot to get that disclaimer. I am not. But these are the things that I personally wish I knew. So that's one of them. And another thing, this leads into number three, calories in versus calories out. Okay? No matter if you want to gain, lose, or maintain your weight. So if you're trying to lose weight, you want to eat in a calorie deficit. So just say, this is very generic, just say your maintenance calories are 2,000. And you can figure this out by going to a TDDE calculator online. So just say your maintenance is around 2,000 calories. Then you maybe want to eat 19,000. Or 1,900, not 19,000. Jeez, um, that was, my brain just farted. But just say you want to maintain, then you can eat around 2,000. You don't have to count your calories, just eat intuitively. If you want to gain, then maybe you start off with 2,100. And maybe you bump it up to 2,150. And then keep going up or keep going down. You don't want to go super low, though. Never below your BMR or whatever it's called. Your basal metabolic rate is your BMR, and that's how much you burn at rest. So if you just sat in bed all day doing nothing, that's how many calories your body burns doing function. So you need so much more than that. Just you burn calories walking to the store and going to the bathroom, all that stuff. And I should have gave a trigger warning in the beginning, so I'll definitely insert a trigger warning, but I am now. But I'm not saying you have to count your calories. I don't recommend it unless you really want to, but I don't recommend it. Okay, number four, train harder, not longer, okay? Sometimes I used to feel like I had to work out for over an hour every day and bust my ass off, but the truth is I can get in a good session in 30 minutes or less if I actually just focus and do it, and that's really all I'm going to say for that. Are you actually training hard or are you just training? Because maybe you're like, I'm not seeing results. Push yourself harder, not to the point of absolute crumbling down but almost to the point of failure and to the point of muscle tension but you don't want it to be restful and easy okay number five. Oh my gosh this one everyone needs to hear this one spot reduction is fake i'm gonna say it again fake 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 it is fake so whenever you see someone say do this workout to lose arm fat do this to get a thigh gap do this to lose lower belly fat no that's not how it works. Maybe if you are sedimentary your whole life and you add in a little bit of exercise, it might work for you. But the only way to lose fat is through calorie deficit and you cannot choose. You can't be like, oh, I want to lose all my stomach fat and put it in my ass. You can't do that, okay? So that being said, if a workout on YouTube or something is like, get abs in two weeks. Mm, I don't think so. That's not really helpful for the majority of people because it's not gonna work that's all i'm gonna say for that it's not gonna work 
And if it does for you, then good for you. But for the average person, it's not going to work. Okay, number my numbers are almost up. I think this is five. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's five. Just because you train and eat like somebody else does not mean you will look like them. So just say your favorite fitness influencer, you love the way she looks, and she just came out with a workout program and a meal plan, and you're like, yes, I'm paying for this $500 plan just so I can look like them. Mm, Think again. You will not because everyone starts at a different spot. Everyone's genetics are different. Everyone's metabolism's different. Height, everything. So you can buy guides and programs for inspiration, but you're not going to look like them just because you do their workout. I'm really sorry. All right, number five. Oh, six. Oh my gosh, I'm messing up. I think this is six. Do movement you enjoy and a diet you enjoy. Okay, let's start off with the first part. If you hate lifting weights, but you're like, oh, that's the only way to do it I see online, don't do it. Do Pilates or cycling or running. Do what you enjoy. And that goes vice versa. Just say you don't like cardio that much. Do what you enjoy. It's going to be so much more sustainable. You're going to have fun doing it. And it's not going to feel like a punishment. It's going to seem like a reward. So that's one of my biggest advice. And as for the diet point of that, you shouldn't follow what diet. Your diet is what you eat. If you're like, that doesn't fit in my diet, then that's the wrong diet for you. Don't cut out stuff. You can eat the stuff you enjoy. It doesn't have to be so strict. Okay, number seven. Changes equal lifestyle. So you don't want to make all these crazy drastic changes all at once if you know you're not going to be able to do that in the wrong one. Just say, mm, I don't know if I want to get into this. I think I will, but I'll get into it in a second. Just say you found this program and it's like, do this to shred fat in one week and you bust it out in one week. You eat super quote-unquote healthy which isn't a real thing and you work out for three hours a day and you bust it and you did that for a week what's going to happen the next week when that program's over the changes you just made are not going to become a lifestyle and they're not going to become sustainable so rethink them and that kind of goes into my opinions on the 75 day hard if you think about that 75 days is a great amount of time to actually get stuff done and to create habits and not just quick fixes and changes it's a good amount of time to create habits which is the key word here but if you think about it i think the 75 day hard is not restrictive it requires you to do two workouts a day and eat quote-unquote clean what's clean to me is not what's clean to my neighbor everyone has different definitions so do it at your own risk but i think if you make slight changes every day or even every week they're going to become lifestyle changes. Just say you want to become a person who wakes up early. Start off one week by waking up early two days, and then three, and then bump it up to four, five, six, seven. And then after like a month of doing that, you're going to be like, wow, I'm up and early and I feel great. And maybe that's where you want to drink more water. You have to, you can't just go from drinking no water to drinking five gallons a day, which Yes, you shouldn't drink that much water a day, but you know what I'm saying. You have to ease your way into these changes so they stick with you. Because you don't just want these quick fixes because the quick fixes won't last. Is this something you can do in the long run? 
Yes or no? And if the answer is no, then why are you doing it? And another thing I hate that's kind of like the 75-day hard is juice cleanses. You can't cleanse your body. So that's number eight. There's no such thing as a cleanse or detox. Maybe you're like doing a digital detox. That's different. Maybe you're doing like a sugar detox. There's sugar in like everything. So that is not beneficial for you and not sustainable or not healthy. Like the the juice cleanses. Like I said, you're going to do a three-day juice cleanse. What are you going to do when that juice cleanse is over? Nothing. Exactly. That's the thing. You can't keep looking for the quick fixes way out because those are the ones that aren't going to last. Once I started implementing habits into my lifestyle, it became something I love to do. And people around you might not agree with that at first. They might be like, what? why are you doing that? Be like, because I want to grow and learn from it and see if I like it. And if I don't, oh well. And I think that is very important to learn. Number nine, please do not compare yourself to other people. Why would you do that? There's no reason to compare yourself. Your day one is not going to look like somebody's day 7,982. Everyone starts at a different point in their life and is at a different point in their life. So you really can't compare yourself to others. And if you do, why? Exactly. Number 10, my last point. This one is kind of like, just do it, okay? Don't compare yourself to others. I know it's easier said than done. I'm the worst critic at this. But if you keep comparing yourself to others, you're never going to find love for yourself. You can use others as inspiration, but you shouldn't use it as a goal. Be like, I want to be like them. I want to eat like them, look like them, talk like them, do everything like them. Why would you want to do that? You're your own person and you're unique in your own way. I think that was 10. I honestly don't know, but it sounds like 10. And if it's not, then you get a bonus one or I'll just have to make a part two. But take this with a grain of salt. Like I said, I am not certified in any way, but these are just the things that I learned along my journey and I hope they help you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Broke College Chick XOXO Meg.